Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, we were doing our Hotspot Hamilton feature, of course, uh, right here on the Bill Kelly Show. And, of course, Scott Thompson uh, with his version of it every afternoon on his program. As uh, we look at some of the challenges and uh, some of the good things that are happening in our community going forward. Well, the city of Burlington, our partners from across the bay, are doing the same sort of thing. And part of that process is their Vital Signs report. And the uh, the fourth annual edition of that report has now come out. Uh, and uh, joining us to talk about that is Colleen Mulholland, who is the president and CEO of the Burlington Foundation, who, uh, of course, were the ones who uh, commissioned the study. Colleen, thank you so much for the time. It's great to have you with us today. Oh, thanks for having me, Bill. This is, uh, I, 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 well, I'll, I'll use the word, vital, uh, a part, I think, of, of doing an analysis on, on the communities in which we live. Talk to us about uh, this idea and how you have, uh, have come across with this and how valuable tools like this have been. Well, Vital Signs is a Community Foundations uh, Canada uh, kind of a research staple for um, the foundations across, uh, across the country. So we step into producing Vital Signs, uh, rely heavily on third-party research, uh, quite heavily on census data, to really um, you know, get a pulse on what's going on in our community, uh, not just uh, obviously the, you know, the strengths um, um, and the opportunities, but also, also the pressing needs. Um, and so it's a, it's a very important tool for certainly from a uh, Burlington Foundation perspective um, that we use to inform our donors, our fund holders, but all of our community partners about issues facing our community and how, how we can work together, keep the conversation going as we are uh, this morning, um, to really help um, collectively address them. And, and it's, it's such an important part of this. Obviously, Matt Goldring does his town hall with us every month and comes in and talks about some of the things that are happening and some of the challenges in the city of Burlington. But these numbers are significant because it, I would think, helps not just city council, but I think the, the business community as well uh, plan their future and see exactly what's going on and, and what issues need to be addressed. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this, this report is really a, a report that not only focuses on the social fabric of, of our community, but the economic fabric of our community as well. So uh, corporations, as you know, we have a no- quite a number, almost 40 corporations that uh, do support our foundation as well. So they also uh, utilize Vital Signs as an important reference tool. So talk to us about the process then. How does, uh, how does the report get uh, manufactured? What are they looking at? Well, we take, um, we honestly take about four months. So we start this process, um, you know, kind of in, in the summer, late spring. Um, and we look at, um, we look at about 10 major factors. And, um, as you probably have noted, uh, this is actually, um, part one of our Vital Signs, uh, launch, our Vital Signs release. Because of the scheduled release of, uh, 2016, uh, census data, we will issue our part two, um, in the winter. And that will focus on, on, uh, themes such as poverty, uh, transportation. Uh, income and um, um, kind of newcomers and inclusivity. Um, so this particular report uh, has focused on housing, mental health, and wellness, which, as you know, has been a major focus for our foundation over the past three years, environment, seniors, and youth and young adults. So it really does look at what's important to our community. Um, every community, you know, is, is different. But what's important in our community and what trends are we seeing um, what's happening right now, and how can we track those trends over the over the you know coming years in order to make sure that uh, we're supporting all of our residents? Well, and among those, let's talk about youth. You mentioned that just a second ago because I know that is one of the aspects of the uh, of the report that I think I, I found quite interesting. Actually, uh, the number of young people uh, that, that are in that community, in the Burlington community, of course, and and you're always concerned, I guess, uh, Colleen, about okay, what are the prospects for the future? And and when you look at, for instance, education. Uh, you guys are actually ahead of the curve, uh, the provincial curve anyway, when it comes to level of education, aren't you? 
We are. I mean, we're, you know, we're sitting at about 72% of uh, Burlington uh, young adults um, graduating with a college or post-secondary, some level of post-secondary education. Um, and that outpaces Ontario by uh, that's uh, sitting at 64%, uh, which is fantastic news. And we know that, uh, you know, the trends in the future will be, um, you know, positions will require some level of post-secondary education. Um, moving into management uh, occupations, and that's that's fantastic news. But you know, the longer you stay in school, um, you know, the more debt students um, you know t- tend to acu- accumulate. So uh, that's also part of the challenge, and and that's all tied to then you know students that um, young adults that live at home uh, post grad. And as I as I indicated last night when we launched Vital Signs, that in- also includes uh, my own daughter, who's a recent grad of University of Guelph. So you know, it's all sort of interconnected. Um, and, you know, we're, we're sitting with about 16.5% of our population being uh, youth and young adults. Uh, and we want to encourage those young adults to stay in our community, find employment, um, enjoy the lifestyle, the community that we have here in Burlington and, 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 and around the Bay. Um, and um, so we're partnering with RBC on a very important initiative to help um, transition uh, students coming out of post-secondary, uh, landing into their first uh, uh, career. It does take, um, you know, it does take at least three months for 40% of our post-grads to, to land their first job, and one in 10, um, you know, take longer than a year. So that's a real challenge, and we want to make sure that we're helping these uh, young students transition into um, both, you know, from a hard a skill set and a soft skill set perspective, uh, and make sure that they're thriving. Um, you know, thriving from an uh, economics perspective, but that also means from a from a social perspective. What about housing? We've always talked about the, the the housing bubble, and we've had great discussions on this program about the national picture, and of course here in in Hamilton about housing prices and the impact that it's had, and, and affordability. Obviously, uh, what's the story in Burlington? I, obviously, prices are going up there too. Well, I mean, they've skyrocketed, right? I mean, yeah. in, in um, the, you know, the past five years, we've seen a 73% increase in housing prices. So, you know, looking at 450, roughly $455,000 average price of a single uh, dwelling five years ago, um, and now we're up to just over 785000 So, um, you know, that's a real challenge uh, for Burlington. We, we, we don't have any more land, so we're not growing out, which means we have to grow up. Um, and the city's done a fantastic job at, at um, you know, really uh, stepping into higher uh, density units. Um, so just this past year, as an example, a thousand, just over a thousand units under construction or have been built from from an apartment perspective. Um, and of course, we're looking at mobility hubs here in Burlington. Um, so neighborhoods that will feature, you know, transportation mix of employment, housing, recreation, and shopping, uh, primarily around our, our, our major GO stations, um, but really to, um, to encourage, I mean, how, you know, we talk about youth and young adults when, when our students graduate, where do they live? I mean, they're living at home more and more as, we, as, as they start pushing into their 30s, um, but they need to have apartments to rent, and they need to have affordable apartments to rent. Average price of, a, of an apartment uh, rental here is about $1,200 a month, um, and that's quite uh, prohibitive for, for young students. Um, so a mix of housing is, is critical here. And again, we can't grow out, so we have to grow up. And not without controversy. I know when we've talked to Mayor Goldring about that, I know there are proposals uh, for the downtown, for instance, for some high-rise. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's that has to be debated and discussed. And, and I know there's some negotiations going on about this. But you're uh, you uh, in Burlington, my, I understand, are, are going through the same phenomenon that a lot of cities, including Hamilton, are facing now, Colleen, where that, that, gen- that new generation, those people that are graduating, like your daughter and others, 
uh, are, are gravitating to the downtown core. They like being downtown. They like being close to, to those amenities. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you, and you have, so you have to provide, you know, the opportunities for them to live, work, and play. Um, you know, and, and be able to get around um, and enjoy our communities and, uh, you know, enjoy, you know, going across the bay back and forth between our communities. We've got uh, fantastic amenities um, within both of our communities. So, you know, I think it's, it's, it's part of the community growing up and understanding that, you know, there is only so much land. Um, and so how do we, how do we accommodate um, and encourage our, our young adults to, to stay here? That's important to the economy and it's very important to the so- social fabric. You know, on the flip side of that, you know that our, you know, our seniors' population is significantly growing. Uh, that's here a, that's the fastest-growing demographic, isn't it? It is the fastest-growing demographic. Um, and again, we're outstripping Ontario. Um, 19.3 percent of our um, of our residents are seniors, so that's one in five of us. Well, that doesn't include me, not at this stage, but uh, <laughs> that's that's, that's uh, one in five of us. Um, and that outstrips Ontario at 16.7 percent. Um, and with that comes housing challenges and long-term heavy care uh, challenges, right? We have 10 long-term care homes uh, here in Burlington, and that represents about 1,280 spaces. We have double the amount of folks on a waiting list to get into long-term care here. Um, and that number, you know, just will continue to, to, to rise. 20, about 20% of our seniors are on waiting lists to move into our long-term care and heavy care homes here. So, you know, how do we help our seniors age well at home? And when they can no longer age well at home, how do we transition them into, into long-term care facilities? Um, and, and that's a real burning hot topic for, uh, for Burlington, and I'm sure uh, Mayor Goldring has, has spoken of that uh, as well. Um, and that trend, as we all know, we're living longer and healthier. So that trend is going to continue. And, and one of the reasons why is because you have to address other issues, of course. So, you know, with uh, the seniors population uh, expanding to the degree that it is, especially in Burlington, I guess, Colleen, uh, you've got mobility issues, you've got transportation issues, and those have to be addressed as well. Absolutely. I mean, it's all, you know, as we say, uh, you know, with, within community foundations, everything is interconnected. You know, mental health and wellness challenges, as you know, continue to be uh, a growing um, challenge, not just for our community, but, um, uh, you know, uh, kind of globally, um, and we've seen a rise in, you know, uh, Halton Regional Police uh, occurrences tied to, to mental health over the last five years. Um, we've done some great work at our hospital um, to decrease wait times, um, but again, it's all interconnected, right? Our youth and young adults are struggling. 14% of Burlington, uh, Burlington residents, 12 and over, um, have reported a mental health um, crisis over the, over the past year. I mean, that's a high percentage number. Um, so we have to make sure we have systems and supports in place, um, not only to, to ensure that our young adults and our youth are um, living, you know, a, a strong mental health, um, you know, healthy life, but, but, uh, but all those uh, in need. What about supplying services for those uh, that are in need? As you mentioned, that's a, that's a pretty heavy-duty number when you look at an 87% increase in mental health-related occurrences uh, involving police. Uh, and, and clearly that, that means that, and, and cries out, I guess, for more in the, in the way of support services to try to help people maybe before they get to that crisis point. 
It, yeah, it does, absolutely. And um, you'll, you'll recall that uh, three years ago when we produced our 2014 Vital Signs Report, the Foundation stepped out on a, on a three-year, which has now become a four, probably five-year journey, um, tied to mental health and wellness. And, you know, we focused on wellness education, and we partnered with uh, Mayor Goldring, as a matter of fact, on a, a speaker series. Um, we opened and launched our own endowment fund here through a generous um, corporate donation so that forever um, this foundation will focus on mental health and wellness initiatives for our communities. And the foundation also um, has been working with mental health experts, agencies, um, uh, partners such as uh, obviously our hospital, Reach Out Center for Kids, Hamilton Health Sciences, St. Joe's, um, to really begin to develop um, a unique one-window accessibility and navigation system um, for folks that, uh, that are in need of services. And what we've discovered over the past three years as we got people around the table talking about this is there's fantastic support systems in place, but people don't know how to access them. Um, and the transition between youth and young adult into, um, you know, adults and seniors um, is, is sometimes choppy. So how do we... How do we get this system up and running um, so folks know how to access it, they have some navigational support, and we get them the support and the services they need when they need it. One of the aspects of that, obviously, is, is the physical building in and of itself. I mean, the, the, the renovations are finally complete at Joseph Brown Hospital right now, and boy, that's, uh, that's got to be great news for the community. Oh, fantastic news. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful tower, um, very calming environment, um, and, and that certainly um, is, is welcomed here. Of course, our hospital has not seen a major, you know, influx of, of uh, growth. Um, I, think it's, uh, I think it's in 50 years. So, so that's, that's very, very important. And, you know, there, are, there, there is some good news. I mean, you know, stats coming from Joseph Brand Hospital, five years ago, uh, wait times, for, for youth and young adults uh, um, going to the clinic at Joseph Brandt, they, they'd have to wait 52 days on average uh, to be seen. And now we're down to 20 days. So, you know, we're seeing, you know, better processes and better systems in place. Um, and, and certainly our hospital um, is leading the charge here. But, but, but we need all partners working together um, because there are fantastic programs and services across our communities. Talking with uh, Colleen Mulholland uh, from the Burlington Foundation, of course, about their vital signs uh, report for 2017, at least part of it anyway. As you say, phase one of it's coming on. Uh, we got a couple of minutes left, and you wanted to talk about a little bit of the good news stuff out of this report, too. And, and, and frankly, those are a lot of the environmental issues. And, and, and the cities of Burlington and Hamilton actually work cooperatively on, on an awful lot of these things, improving things like water quality, uh, the, some of the work that's going on uh, not just with the waterfront. And, of course, they're involved in the Randall Reef cleanup. Uh, and, 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 of course, they're paying money into that as well. But there's a lot of other great news stories about Coots Paradise comes to mind, some of the other things that are going on that the, both cities are working on, and you're starting to see the benefit of that now. Oh, absolutely. I think we, you know, we all get a gold star uh, as it relates to you know, environment, and we're all living uh, greener lives. Um, our air quality um, is, is you know, quite stellar. Uh, of 361 days in 2016, 310 um, had a low-risk uh, air quality uh, health index. So, so that's fantastic news. Um, our waste diversion in, in Halton, uh, again, is, is, uh, is outstanding. I think we, rank, um, we, we do rank 10th out of 243 Ontario locations. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, that's an amazing uh, accomplishment. So kudos to, to Halton Region. You know, Lake Ontario is, uh, as of, you know, all of the Great Lakes, Lake Ontario uh, continues to, to, to struggle. You know, we've got 
um, some challenges there, and obviously um, in April, um, the highest, uh, harshest, uh, you know, levels of, of water in 99 years, and that caused some significant damage. Um, and we know we're dealing with wetter, wilder uh, weather, and as you know, we stepped into the um, Burlington flood relief work in 2014. Um, and uh, and our city, working with the, the province of Ontario and the University of Waterloo, uh, is is has stepped in, out into a flood protection program to ensure that again we're you know we've 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 got some lessons learned and and we're you know stepping out and ahead of the curve now. So so yes, environment is um, uh, is is fantastic, and uh, and both of our communities have have done a great job. One of the things that uh, that I, I guess you must really take a great deal of pride in, though, and, and I think we talked about this during that flood, I mean, a time of crisis uh, a few years ago, uh, you've got an engaged community. You've got people that do care about the, the community in which they live, and uh, and, and it's, it's I don't know if get the sense that it's very difficult at all to get them in, uh, motivated and, 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 and marshaled in to say, okay, we need to do this right now. It seems as if uh, when that happens and you find yourself in a situation like that, uh, that community's behind you. Absolutely, I think you know it, 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 it's a it's a community that opens up its heart, opens up its uh, expertise, and certainly opens up uh, its wallet uh, when we need them to do so. You know, the the biggest um, opportunity that we have uh, with the Burlington Foundation. You know, we are you know Burlington is a is a you know we're the best mid sized city in all of Canada, and we we've, we've we've been that way for the last five years, and that's fantastic. Um, and we've got lots to celebrate. Our opportunity is to showcase that that you know even within that there are needs in the community. Um, and you know what we've what we've noted over the past uh, many years now is when we do showcase in a very, you know, uh, fine tip point um, perspective the needs uh, in the community, people do rise to the challenge, um, and they want to work in collaboration. They want to work with other partners, public and private sector, um, to come up with solutions. Right? We're we're a village. We're all in this together, um, and we all have to support one another. Well, and we saw that obviously with the flood relief and the and the the rallying of uh, support for that, uh, and then even with other projects too. I mean, the rentals that happened uh, over the last little while, of course, at uh, at the RBG, uh, is a great success story. And I encourage yeah. anybody who hasn't been out there for the last little while to take a trip, go out there now, and have a look at oh, uh, some of the renovations that have gone on. It's just an incredible yeah, success Rock story. Garden. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. It's Lots gorgeous. of stuff, uh, and of course that happens because of, of the work that uh, that people like uh, yourselves at the foundation are doing, and, and to have numbers like this and statistics like this uh, gives you that uh, that material, I guess, to try to p- strategically plan for exactly what uh, the initiatives are going to be and and who's going to get involved in this. It's, it's a vital part of this, isn't it? It, it, it's, it's absolutely a vital part, and and you know, partnerships and initiatives take time, right? They take time to to um, you know strategize on, uh, to bring partners to the table, and to execute on uh, the work that we're stepping into with the support of RBC, which is really about again bringing folks, convening folks together from multiple sec- uh, sectors. Um, to really talk about how are we going to help our youth and young adults transition. Um, you know, we're going to have a fantastic event um, in the winter back at our beautiful uh, Performing Arts Centre, um, have some fantastic speakers and panel discussions. Um, and, 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 we're you know, the whole point is let's keep the conversation going, let's uh, keep uh, folks engaged um, and, and work on this together. And it does take time, right? I mean, Rome was not built in a day. Um, there's lots of work to still be done, but if we do it together, we get there faster. The uh, report itself, if anybody wants to read it, got about 10 seconds left here. It's on your website, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's on, the, it's on our website. You can't miss it. Just uh, you know, go to the, the homepage, growingtonfoundation.org, and it's staring you in the face. Excellent. Colleen, thanks as always for the conversation today and for the great work that you and the Foundation are doing. Appreciate it. 
Well, thanks, Bill, and thanks to you and CHML for helping us uh, share this important information and keep the conversation going. You betcha. We'll talk again soon. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye now. Take care. You too. Colleen Mulholland, President and CEO of the Burlington Foundation. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.